freedom of conscience and religion is being challenged by laws and regulations imposed by secular society. It's time to hear from the top Christian litigators in the nation who have come forward to tell us the truth and help us defend our faith. Hear ye, hear ye. All rise. Faith on trial with Defender of the Faith, Deacon Mike Mano is in session. And good Thursday morning from the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios in West Des Moines. I'm Deacon Mike Mano. I'm here with Gina No, my good friend. How are you, Gina? I am well, Deacon Mike. You're getting ready to take off on us for a couple I am of weeks. Couple of three again. weeks here. Okay. Yes. Running yes. away. We'll yes. make fun of you while you're gone. Okay. You know, you're, <laughs> I'll tune in. We'll, we'll 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 send out the uh, the process servers and the bounty hunters and all that. See if they can find you and drag you back. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I love the Iowa Catholic Radio apps because then I can tune in live and listen to you, or if I miss it because of an appointment, I can uh, re-listen to it on the podcast. And of -hmm. course, I always enjoy our show as others on this programming. Um, It is is nice, and people ought to know that, that if you miss a program, you can go to iowacatholicradio.com and you can click on the programs, the list of the programs, and find the program that you wanted to listen to or that you missed or you wanted to hear again, and you can listen to it. That's Just right. Just click on. Right. That's right. If all of a sudden you won the lottery and you want to give to some of our great organizations that help us with this programming, That's right. you, you can re-listen to the how to get a hold of them. That's right. Or, uh, we, or we have the uh, Catholic Radio Host Vacation Fund that they can... Uh, <laughs> Contribute to. Of course, you, you've used your share uh, of that yes, I, for, for a while. Where are you going now? Um, heading to Texas. Texas, okay. Yes. I have a daughter who's interested in design work and um, a nice lady who runs a um, building uh, organization or company that uh, builds barn dominiums. So Elizabeth's going to spend a, um, a week with her learning how to design and build a barn dominium in okay. Texas. We'll have to talk about barn dominiums and some uh, well, future I, program. Yeah, you know, right. we, can, we can bring Elizabeth in and have her explain <laughs> what a barn dominium is. Like, I have a little bit of an idea, but uh, we can get into that they're, later. They're amazing from what I've seen that's online. What, that's what I understand. It's a new th- growing trend, so it'll be fun for her to see that. Mm-hmm. I um, Also, I'm very excited about my favorite holiday of the year, Election Day. We, mm-hmm. we did well as Iowans. We turned out. We were growing. Growing in numbers and turnout, and I'm very proud of um, our electorate here. I was proud of the people in San Francisco. Well, yeah, yeah, they did the right thing. There's some sensible people left in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, because many of our stories, as our listeners, our our listeners who tune in each week, know that cities like Calif- or like San Francisco in the state of California are under attack by um, evil forces. Really, right, right, and uh, and it is kind of interesting. Now we have. Uh, Coming up uh, in a few minutes, when we uh, when we come back from our break, uh, we're going to have on uh, uh, Lori Higgins from the Illinois Family uh, Council, who's written an interesting article uh, about transgenderism and the cult of transgenderism. And as I was telling you in the break here, uh, I used uh, what she had written as kind of a launching pad for the column that I wrote that's going to be in the wanderer next week. Yes, and you repost that on Facebook and uh, I put that on blog Facebook. Spot. I put it on uh, on the both. I put it on my page and I put it on the Faith on Trial page and then our blog spot blog. I put it on there too and a couple other places I post it. And, 
Well, we kind of touched on this issue last week about the USDA cutting off services to the schools uh, in our country Mm -hmm. uh, for services if they don't conform to the transgender ideology and indoctrinate our children with uh, a confusing sexual message. That's right. Well, uh, do you have a prayer to open us up with? I do. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. God of peace, bring your peace to our violent world, peace in the hearts of all men and women, and peace among the nations of this earth. Turn to your way of love, those whose hearts and minds are consumed with hatred. Strengthen us in hope and give us the wisdom and courage to work tirelessly for a world where true peace and love reign among the nations and in the hearts of all. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Gina. Uh, We're going to take a break right now, and we will be back in a few minutes with Lori Higgins from the Illinois Family uh, 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 Council. You're listening to Faith on Trial on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Builder Ken Construction, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken Construction is a commercial general contractor. Projects range from tenant improvements, historical renovations, to high-rise buildings. Learn more at bdconstruct.com. Thank you, Builder Ken Construction, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever. Online. CTOiowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Mary's Cleaning Care. Mary's Cleaning Care cleans everything from residential to commercial in Des Moines and surrounding areas. Mary'sCleaningCare.com Thank you, Mary's Cleaning Care, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Jimmy, do you take Judy to be your wife? Uh, to have and to hold? Uh-huh. For richer or poorer? Okay. Are you listening, Jimmy? Jimmy! Till death do you part? Sure. Right after I finish putting up this wall between us. There. Jimmy, you're not dead yet. When you use artificial contraception, it's like putting a wall between you and your spouse. Couples who instead regulate fertility naturally experience happier marriages and are less likely to divorce. Tear down the wall. A message from Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. And we're back. You're listening to Faith on Trial on Iowa Catholic Radio, and we are sitting here in our studios, and apparently we have some technical difficulties with our phones and are not able to contact with Lori right now. So let's move on to a couple other things, and we can come back to uh, to Lori when we get her. That's right. We had uh, a couple of stories here. We had uh, mentioned uh, before uh, about the uh, election in uh, San Francisco where they dumped their uh, DA out there. Uh, who was a very liberal DA, was uh, uh, l- apparently letting a lot of people uh, loose mm-hmm. <laughs> out of the who's gal. Uh, but we have to talk about how his ideology was developed. Um, he, for a lot of ways, I feel um, I, I feel that he needs some grace. His parents were incarcerated as mm-hmm. part of a radical organization when he was a child, and he felt it was unfair, so this is his way of trying to straighten out something that he believed to be injustice. What was interesting about what happened to uh, 
uh, or Chaser Bodine, is that right, his name? His name. Mm-hmm. Um, is the defense that people had for him losing the election? If oh, you, that's right. That um, uh, it was because of all these big fat cat Republicans that were trying to get him out, which is kind of interesting because they did a demographic breakdown of the vote in in San Francisco, and it was in those white affluent areas that he had the most support. You know, exactly. he, he actually carried the election there. But in the other areas, especially in the impoverished areas, is where they really came down hard on him. Um, right. And 61 percent of the population in San Francisco was rec- was in favor of recalling him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard an interview with him when he listed off his list of excuses that none of them related to his policies of why he was um, voted out of office. And he said, I know what the people want and I am running again. I'm going to give it another try. So already he's he's really looking forward to changing the the uh, policies of the city of San Francisco. Well, the mayor out there is going to appoint a new uh, attorney, uh, prosecuting attorney for the city. Uh, and that person will serve until the election in November. And there is was a story out the other day that he is considering about running in that election to get back to get back, to get in, back in office. Now, you got to you got to give Meyer his guts to do that because it was only a couple of months ago where the school board, three members of the school board were recalled because of their leftward policies. Right, their ideologies. Yeah. And what they were thrusting on our children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that a counselor in Wisconsin is in our news today, too. Yeah, and uh, I've got uh, some feelers out to see if we can get uh, that attorney next week. Um, if we don't have to have Lori back because we <laughs> we don't have a phone service right sure. now. But uh, uh, what happened is uh, that this uh, counselor, she, she was a counselor in an elementary school, and she is opposing or opposed all these transgender policies that the school was doing, even to the point of helping kids transition to the other sex. And helping confuse right. them, really. She understood what they were. the detrimental effects of That's it on right. the children. And- so there was a feminist rally in Madison that she went to. Now, feminism and this it doesn't seem like it all goes together, but apparently it does. Because she went to this rally and she was a speaker at this rally. And they have her speech on YouTube. And so you can see what she said. And she railed against this transgenderism. Okay, so she gets back home. Now she gets a notice from the State Department of Education that says, uh, we're investigating you uh, for immoral acts, uh, and you can, uh, you can lose your license to teach. And, uh, uh, and by the way, here's, uh, here's an, a resignation. <laughs> we're tucking in here. If you want to avoid all the bother, you just sign it and send it back. And so she's fighting. And she's fighting back with the help of this Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty, WILL, the acronym mm-hmm. there. Right. And we've had them on before, because if you remember, it was over a year ago, I think, uh, they were one of the first suits against the school district that was allowing students to transition in class and then transition back 
going home at, at, after school. So right. they, they were able to come. Remember, and we talked the other day about the, information the closets, from the, parents. Yeah, the transgender mm-hmm. closets and all, where they could come, they could be, if they're a guy, they could be a girl for a, a day and be referred to as uh, uh, as she as opposed to he and, and use a different name, a girl's name as opposed to a uh, boy's name. And the teachers were required to honor the students' wishes. Mm-hmm. And were required to keep their mouth shut and not, not tell the, the parents. Mention it to the parents. Mm-hmm. And the, the, uh, this institute came in and defended the parents. And do we know where that case is so far? No, I don't know. We'll find out next week maybe if they get on. But one of the things uh, they're also dealing with, uh, another case this will is dealing with, is the uh, case of the three eighth graders that were charged with the Title IX violation for sex harassment because they weren't using the correct Proper pronouns. pronouns. Yes. Now the school has backed down on that. The school's they, backed down on that, yeah. And they're fighting now to have the young man's um, permanent record erased of this uh, sexual harassment The young charge. men. They were, they're eighth graders. They're 13-year-olds. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so who would think that uh, an eighth grader by using uh, the wrong pronoun, actually it was the correct biological pronoun they were using right that the, the person wanted to be called they or them you know good for you you're a plural now i saw you know? an interview with that young man and he was seemed very um honorable he said that he tried for a long time and he slipped up and when he slipped up they just laid it out for him i i think there's obviously going to be a follow-up suit to that but Maybe we'll find out more next week. I that would know. be good. Also, um, I've seen in the news a couple of stories about uh, drag queen shows um, during this month of uh, Pride Month of June. Uh, these drag queen shows encouraging kids to attend and entertaining our children with uh, this trash. And it's what it is. Right. And uh, I was surprised today that you had included a story I hadn't heard about the Smithsonian Institute at the American Art Museum. Uh, has hosted one of these, bringing children as young as three three years old. Well, first of all, it doesn't surprise me that the uh, f- an agency of the federal government is behind this because the administration is so gay-friendly right now. And <clears throat> I, I don't mean that as, as a, a, a you know, pejorative against the gay community. Uh, you know, uh, I don't have, a, I guess most of us don't have a problem with exactly. people who are gay, uh, but this transgender stuff that is going on is what really kind of frosts everybody. Uh, and I saw an interview this morning with, uh, what's the name of the swimmer out of Penn State, the guy who's transitioning. Lila, and, Lola, Yeah, whatever like it is. And uh, uh, apparently one of the problems that uh, the other swimmers were complaining about is when they were changing in the changing room, he has not been altered. So as he's changing, they get to see the full view of his manhood there. But anyway, uh, he was saying that, you know, he's not transitioning to be an athlete. He's transitioning because uh, he wants to live a happy life or whatever it is. Well, what he's doing is, and what the rest of the people are doing, is they are uh, denigrating other uh, girl athletes, uh, girl women's athletes. Right. Uh, you know, these these girls are training for years and years and years, and now all of a sudden they're losing to... Well, there's uh, no chance they can defeat someone... No, they can't. ...with that biological makeup. So now they're encouraging little kids. This thing at the Smithsonian 
was for kids three to five or something like that. Now, what are, and they say it's age-appropriate. What is age-appropriate about a drag queen show for a three-year-old? Uh, I, nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. No, it uh, sexualizes our children at a very young age, which is so unhealthy for, to, for their futures. And then just, uh, what was it, a week or two ago down in Dallas, Texas, they had a drag uh, show, a strip show, I guess, at a strip club there, and uh, they invited in kids. Right. And parents were bringing their kids I to know, this but, thing. But that's now, the thing where that, in the world yeah, right. is, is their mind? I have no idea. How did they um, think that this was something? I mean, all the things you could expose your children to. Uh, in celebration of life here on Earth and in the United States, and this is what they choose to uh, entertain their children. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, if, if it were up to me, uh, they'd lose the kids. That's I right. mean, you just don't expose them to that. I mean, there were pictures of well, little kids. you make a good point. I would imagine that at some point in our society, in the recent history, that would be some kind of um, call to the social service agencies for... Of course, you know, the argument is going to be for all the left-wing lawyers in town are going to come to their defense saying, well, this is their right as parents to expose their children to this, even though it's not the right of parents to prevent the exposure of that in school, right. you know, because they take, they take the opposite side well, then. But there were pictures there of the, some of these little kids getting up and dancing with, with the, uh, I want to say the girls, but they're not girls. They're right. guys the dressed, dressed up, yeah, gentlemen, and 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 giving them dollar bills, you know, like you would at a strip show. <laughs> it's just amazing that that anybody would put a kid through that, much less a parent. Um, I don't know what's more. Um, I think even more appalling, I guess, to me is that you would take your children to a an institution that uh, celebrates the objectification of women. Mm-hmm. Um, why would they bring them to a strip club? For any kind of entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Even if it wasn't a drag show, it was a regular show. I mean, why would you take a a kid to a a strip club? But they took it. They took them there for some reason. And it was interesting. One of the witnesses there who went in and uh, later was interviewed said it was interesting that they did not see any two-parent family with these kids. They were all some type of single parents or mix of something else. But I thought it was kind of interesting because that says something about our society, what has happened to our family and the, and the family unity that we should be having that we've lost. And what, this goes back then to some of the problems we've been having with these uh, adolescent males that are lost in society, that they've had no anchors, they've had uh, uh, no two-parent family, or if they've had a second parent they're they're gone you know nobody knows where they are or they're not providing for them and so these kids grow up and they have no anchor and so now we have all these uh, 18 to 24 year old kids running around that are full of anger and now they buy guns and then they do stupid things with the guns and then we wonder well let's get rid well, of they do all stupid them. things period yeah. because they have no role models that they have no give role them models. an idea of but the simple how so- to behave simple solution now is to take away all the guns well that's mm-hmm. fine but you're not taking away the problem that's just it and it's not just us here at this radio program talking about uh, how important the family unit is um i listened with great interest as the celebrity uh, is it McConaughey. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was nice to hear from the White House podium 
despite the fact it wasn't from anyone in our administration, discuss how important um, uh, gun controls are and mental health. But more importantly, the institution of the family needs to be strengthened uh, to prevent these sorts of incidences. Yeah, well, what, what is happening is the building blocks of our society, of our culture, are being eroded. And uh, obviously the family is one of the first to go. And if you look and you see a lot of the uh, attacks against religion, against other things that we hold dear, come from the point of view of the family is not worth preserving. Right. And we just celebrate uh, disordered lifestyles. And unfortunately, that's going to get us in a lot of trouble. We are in a lot of trouble. And it's abusive to our children. It is. It is very abusive to our children. Um, what else do we have today? I'm I'm really sorry that we can't get uh, Lori Higgins from yeah, the Illinois Family Council on. Uh, well, let's take our break right now and see if we can have any change in our <laughs> That's a good electronic idea. thing. Uh, you're listening to Faith on Trial on Iowa Catholic Radio. We will be back in just a few minutes. Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. You get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, an authorized independent agent for Walmart Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Iowa, an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Learn more at 515-226-2111 or cindyschulte.com. Hello, this is Steve Ray. Join me in Iowa Catholic Radio on the journey of a lifetime with a Footprints of God pilgrimage to the Holy Land, November 11th through the 20th, 2023. We'll visit the places where our Lord performed miracles, including the Mount of Transfiguration, the Wedding Church in Cana, Tabga, where Jesus multiplied the loaves and fish, and of course, the Holy Sepulcher. The scriptures will come alive as I offer expert teaching along the way like I always do. Visit iowacatholicradio.com for all the details. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Knights of Columbus, Borman, and Pfeiffer agencies serving the Catholic families in Iowa. Knights of Columbus is a fraternal benefit society providing financial security to members and their families, specializing in life insurance, long-term care insurance, disability income insurance, retirement annuities, and you can reach Knights of Columbus field agent Dan Genther at 563-689-6801. That's 563-689-6801. Thank you and God bless. And we're back. This is Faith on Trial on Iowa Catholic Radio. And uh, apparently our phones are completely dead now. And um, I just talked to Lori. I have a cell phone here. And uh, she's been waiting patiently for our call. And unfortunately, uh, it didn't come in. So we may, uh, we may try and get her back next week and uh, see how that goes. Gina, you've been wandering through the wanderer there. Right, there's, there's, always, the good yeah, there's always good the, information uh, um, about the uh, attacks on our First Amendment and our religious rights in the wanderer. Would highly re- um, recommend it to people. I noticed that your article... Especially the one column in there. Yes, I noticed that it, this... Uh, column written by Deacon Mike Mano, our own Deacon Mike Mano, uh, last week was um, 
about restraining the uh, protectors and a special case in the state of Alabama. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Go ahead. Start us off. Um, I don't remember what I wrote. Oh, the state of Alabama (laughs) decided to do something about uh, the attack on our protectors. Uh, Probably um, the state passed a new law, Senate Bill 184, which sought to correct many of the problems uh, we discussed here a few short weeks ago and made some specific findings about gender dysphoria. Um, The cause of the individual impression of discordance between sex and identity is unknown, and the diagnosis is based exclusively on the individual's self-report of feelings and beliefs. So the state of Alabama recognizes the scientific um, causation of this. What what they are doing and what Lori would have been talking to us about here, and like I said, just talk to her, we'll see if we can get her back next week, although... I may have somebody already booked, so she may be two well, weeks we'll from see now. How that works, yeah. But anyway, what they're doing is uh, is uh, people who are uh, uh, I don't want to say they're fighting us, but people who are opposed to uh, our uh, traditional positions of family and that are claiming that these things are uh, natural that uh, somebody's um, uh, sexual uh, identity. Is something that can be corrected very easily by the uh, by the individual themselves being able to call themselves something else. And so, what some of these people are doing now is they're getting in and they're saying, "Wait a second, there's no scientific basis for any of this." Well, it's interesting that Merrick Garland, our United States Attorney General, has right. sued the state of Alabama because of this bill. Mm-hmm. The good news is that um, the law, as it was presented to the judge, has um, retained parts of it, including um, uh, including having a ban on surgeries for children, transition surgeries, and prohibiting the grooming activities um, and the activities of keeping parents in the dark. So Alabama's yeah, see, on top of and it. That's, and that's part of the problem of these grooming activities, you know, like uh, we are talking about before the break, where uh, they tell uh, children in school that uh, uh, you don't have to be a, a boy or a girl. You can be something else or you can switch. And, and, uh, and we talked a couple of weeks ago about these uh, transitioning closets that they have in schools where the kids come in and they change out of their boys' clothes into girls' clothes for the day, and then they change back before mom picks them up again. You know, that they're trying to protect the, uh, the, the students from all of that, and, and they're saying that, you know, these things are uh, scientifically based, you know, the, the biological... Sure. division between a boy and a it's all science and there's no uh there's no real evidence for it other than what uh, somebody is saying that they are so that's that's where we go and then and then of course the the u.s government comes in and says well you can't do that we've got to stand up for grooming and yeah. that's what they're doing right that's what they're doing right all right uh, i think we're out of time now 30 seconds, I got the notice. Let's uh, close with our prayer. name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and, and snares, snares of, of the, the devil. devil. May God and rebuke be, him. We, we humbly, humbly pray. pray. And do thou, Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan, all, all the evil spirits who roam about the world, world seeking the ruin of souls. souls. Amen. Amen. Thank you. That's it for today. We'll see you next week on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our freedom of conscience and religion is being challenged by laws and regulations imposed by secular society. Faith on Trial with Defender of the Faith, Deacon Mike Mano.
Faith on Trial, Thursdays at 10 a.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio, iowacatholicradio.com, and the Iowa Catholic Radio app.